You're listening to Guys on the Sideline Podcast, where you'll hear opinions, predictions, and sports takes in every direction. If you're a diehard sports fan, this is the place to be. They've never played. They have no experience. But they have plenty to say. And now, here are the guys on the sideline. Hey, everybody. Welcome on in to Guys on the Sideline, the podcast. This is episode 68. And uh, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. This is your host, Jeff Burton. We've got a solo podcast for you today. So what does that mean? That means it's uh, me hanging out on the other side of the glass in front of the microphone from my good friend, Lando. What's up, Lando? Yeah, you doing good? You ready for a little solo? I, I think Lando gets a little uh, little stage fright. So he likes to, uh, to work uh, the control board over there on the other side of the glass. And so uh, anyway, I can hear him on my ear, but you won't hear him. It'll just be me today. So uh, I got to be honest. I was a little bit nervous that the next episode of Guys on the Sideline was going to have to be Laker fan Ryan and hear him go on and on and on about another Laker championship. And so a huge shout out to my boy Jimmy Butler for that amazing performance, triple-double last night, almost a quadruple-double, I want to say. This guy is unreal. He is really playing lights out, don't you think, Lando? Yeah, he is, I mean, just has really emerged um you you know I I think when you talk about like MVP candidates you know you thought James Harden you thought LeBron you thought Giannis you thought uh you know even Anthony Davis in the equation Jason Tatum I mean you had some uh you know a lot of 76ers players and I kind of think Jimmy Butler um kind of fell through the cracks and and uh, I was thinking about this the other night uh as I was watching the game very interesting I don't know if you guys remember this but um, Jimmy Butler obviously uh, kind of came onto the scene uh, with his first team, the Chicago Bulls, who drafted him out of uh, Marquette, I want to say, and had several really good seasons there and, uh, again, emerged as a as a uh, budding star in the NBA. And then he went to, uh, where'd he go, Minnesota. And I want to say he had some run-ins with Tibbs up there. Then he went to Philadelphia. Um, they were loaded, right? They had all this talent, and he just... I don't know. He had some run-ins, and I just I kind of feel like so he goes to Miami, and I feel like everybody kind of forgets about him. And uh, the cool thing I think for Jimmy Butler is he's really getting the last laugh right now, which is uh, which is great to see. So anyway, on the solo podcast, we're going to talk very briefly about the NBA Finals. We'll talk NFL, but most importantly, Lando, you know what uh, solo pod calls for, right? Yeah. We're going to open up the mailbag, and we got a lot of good questions about the NBA, NFL, uh, other cool topics. So we're going to get to that uh, here in a few minutes. But I I was thinking about this, kind of preparing for the mailbag, and I I was thinking the question that I'm always wondering, is LeBron James the greatest athlete to ever wear the number 23, right? There's this debate. Michael, LeBron, who's better? And um, there's no question LeBron um, just has the ability to take over a game. He's just so dominant. And even when he's not just like offensively lighting it up, I mean, he just, he's on the glass. He's playing amazing defense, blocks, shots, steals, all of that. And so, um, yeah, I think LeBron is part of the conversation. I mean, I think it's a legit debate, but let me tell you, Lando, what I'm thinking. LeBron James is the greatest of absolutely 
destroying or tanking my interest in the NBA Finals. Like, serious. Does that make sense? Like, so if LeBron's in the Finals, I really have no interest in watching. It, it's kind of sad because, again, I, I tip my hat to him. An amazing, amazing player, right? He's going to win. He'll win one with uh, Miami. There are a couple with Miami, with Cleveland, and now with the Lakers. So arguably one of the greatest in NBA history. But it, it I don't know, it just... It just is so boring. Like Nick Saban in the national championship boring. Or the New England Patriots uh, back to another Super Bowl boring. You get me? Like it just, I don't know. Like the Golden State Toronto series last year was awesome. Was awesome. That's That seems like forever ago, does it not? And it I guess it really um, was <laughs> quite, quite a long time ago. But that was a great series. That was something that I think I was uh, interested in. Even, I guess, in LeBron's, you know, in fairness to him, the Golden State-Cleveland year that he and uh, Kyrie won it, that that was a really good series. There, That had some intrigue. But, you know, the San Antonio Spurs or another LeBron James NBA final, just super, super boring to me. So anyway, that's what I was thinking about. But what a weird year. What an absolute weird year for the NBA finals to be played in October. It just... And maybe that's part of it. Maybe there's no crowds, and that's another part of it. But it just, it it's kind of hard to tune in and and uh, watch. But uh, hats off to uh, Eric Spolstra and the Miami Heat. Uh, even though they're likely to, and I don't think they're going to come back. I think LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to really take care of business. Which means, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to endure Laker fan Ryan. He's going to have to get in the booth, the virtual booth, and. Uh, we're going to have to hear from him. So, And back to Jimmy Butler, you know, guys on the sideline did a greatest JBs, um, athletes or celebrities or sports figures to have the initials JB. And I'd have to say Jimmy Butler, um, he needs to get in there with Joe Wilborough, right? He's, he's, uh, he's sneaking in there. Look out, Jeff Burton. Move over, Joe Biden. You're through, Jack Bauer. Jimmy Butler... He's got something to say, and he, he wants to crack our list of the uh, top JBs. So maybe we're going to have to redo that list. And certainly if Joe Biden wins the presidency, uh, I think we're, we may have to throw him in. When we originally drafted the list, Joe Biden hadn't won the nomination. So anyway, uh, we thought called him that crazy vice president. And, and um, anyway, I, I think he has a legit shot of uh, winning the election. So we'll, we'll have to see. We're a couple of weeks out from that. But uh, Landon, that, that's that's enough politics, right? That's, that's enough politics. That's enough JB talk. I hear you. I hear you. All right. You ready to get started? All right. Let's do this. All right, Lando. We talked uh, NBA and NBA finals. I uh, want to get into the NFL. We're, uh, we're through week um, four, coming up on week five. We'll get into that in a minute. But I think what, the, what I'm hearing, Lando, is what you're telling me, is the people want us to open up the mailbag. Yeah, I'm good with that. I mean, you know, we, we kind of had an opening riff there, so uh, I, I'm fine to open up the mailbag. You you good with that? All right, let's do it, Lando. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's open up the old mailbag. Here we go. All right, so let's get in letter number one here comes to us from Steve. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Steve asks, Gordon Hayward will make $34 million next season. Now, 
hang on a second. I got to pause from this letter. Let me just say that again. Gordon Hayward will make $34 million next season alone. That is a, a just wow. Just just wow. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, ba- back to the letter. Um, Steve asks, after next season, do you think Gordon Hayward will make $34 million in the balance of his MBA career? That is an excellent question. Um, you know, I mean, he's clearly going to opt into the deal because there's no franchise that would pay him that kind of money. So he's certainly going to opt in, which there's speculation, right, of uh, Danny Ainge and the Boston Celtics uh, looking to trade Gordon Hayward. Uh, obviously, it's going to work for some teams. I mean, he's he's a he's a decent player. I'll give him that when he's healthy. He's had a hard time staying healthy, but there's no way he's worth 34 million. The only reason why a team would even pick him up is to write off that 34 million in expiring contract. So certainly, there will be a market for um, for the rights to Gordon Hayward, which then leads us to okay. So if he gets traded, is that team going to re-sign him? Um, or will he test free agency? And and honestly, I think he will make more than thirty four million. But I think it's going to be close. Meaning he won't make thirty four million in a season. He'll he'll probably play for another I don't know four or five years. Kind of um, sunset the career. He's a big gamer, so maybe he can uh, he can make some money. Maybe he can make more than thirty four million in gaming. I don't know, Lando. I'm not a gamer. You know that. Or good point. He could go. He could go over to uh, overseas. He could, you know, sign a sign a deal over there in China. China. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see what happens. I guess um, will be interesting. But yeah, I mean, just pausing there to say Gordon Hayward will make thirty four million dollars next season is just insane. Insane. So great. Uh, great letter, great question, Steve. Um, Lando, let's fire through these. I know we got a, a bunch, so let's we'll try to kind of go through these very, very quickly. Um, letter number two comes from Shay in Irving, Texas. What's up, Shay? Shay asks, "Who's the best team in the NFC East right now?" And oh my, my, what a disastrous division this is in football—the absolute worst. You look at. Uh, you know, there's a couple of divisions that are, you know, really, really tough. And then you got the NFC East, and it's like, oh my word, the team that's going to win this is going to have not only a losing record, but like a serious losing record. Maybe a tie in there if Philly gets in there. You know, Philly making it interesting, you know, playing for the tie the other week. Clearly, though, the, the best team is the Dallas Cowboys. And that has to kill people, though, because they are absolutely awful. They've got a great offense, right? They're lighting it up this season. Thank you, my fantasy football team. Uh, yeah, Lando, doing pretty well, right? I got Dak. Uh, I got Amari. I got Calvin Ridley as well. So uh, this season's been uh, been pretty good. And and you know this, Lando. I'm a conspiracy guy, right? Like, I give me a good conspiracy. I'm all about them, right? Get your tinfoil out. I get that on my cap. But I, I was thinking the other day, um, is Dak Prescott, paying his defensive teammates to suck it up so that he's forced to throw for like 500 yards and, I don't know, four or five touchdowns a game so that Mr. Jerry Jones will finally have to uh, open up the checkbook and really give him the contract that Dak is seeking. Like that that has come into mind because Mike McCarthy comes in there. Uh, again, I feel this is a disastrous hire. 
Um, I'm not a McCarthy guy at all. And um, anyway, he comes in, and I, I think they're lighting it up on offense, but that's you're never going to win in the NFL that way. I mean, this is not, right? Th- that's just never going to happen. And so anyway, I, I think they're the best team, clearly, because you got the Giants in the division. Uh, you got the, the I was going to call them the Redskins. You got the Washington Football Club. And, and I mean, this is just, anyway, someone come and take this division. And, and again, I think Dallas clearly is, is the best team, but that is painful to say because, again, they're awful. So uh, letter number three comes from Sam in uh, Central Florida. Sam, I, I would assume is a Miami Dolphins fan from this letter. Um, Sam asks, did you hear that the governor of Florida cleared the way for the Miami Dolphins to have a full capacity crowd? (laughs) And I did see that the other day, which I think is crazy, right? It's October. We're in the middle of coronavirus, dude. So Sam's question is, do you think they could actually fill the stadium? Really good question. And I'm going to say a hard no, no way. Uh, too many old people in, in Florida. Coronavirus is uh, still trending, right? Still going crazy. And for crying out loud, Tua is not going to play yet. So um, I commented on Ryan Fitzpatrick the other night, lighting it up, uh, looking quite glorious in that beard of his. But uh, I don't think they're going to fill the stadium to see Fitzpatrick. So um, no, 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 no way. What's that, Landon? (laughs) Okay, so we've got several more letters. But Lando's got a few he wants to squeeze in here. So um, he asks, um, Jeff, have you applied your fourth step of the IFA fertilizing program to your lawn for the fall yet? Uh, no, Lando, I've actually not. And thank you for asking. You know me, I'm a big IFA guy. So uh, I did notice my neighbor uh, applied his this afternoon. So that does tell me it is time to get the fourth step down. But uh, I, I like to, to push that back October, even November. That's the secret to my green lawn in the spring is you got to put down a good fourth step. So, hey, Lynn, thanks for the question. That's good. What? You got another? Oh, brother. Lando asks, was that fly on Mike Pence's hair a bigger star than Ken Bone was a few years ago? Do you remember Ken Bone, the red sweater guy? Of course we all remember Ken. Um, I don't know that he was a bigger star, but I think it caused more of a, a uh, I don't know, kind of shook the world a little bit. I, I think he almost broke Twitter, that fly. That I mean, it was a good two minutes on Mike Pence's hair. Yeah, kind, kind of crazy. Okay, Lando, can we get back to the letters? <laughs> Lando wants to know if I'm stashing toilet paper for the fall. Um, of course. All right, now now let's get back, okay. Ooh, good, good question from, who's this one from? This is from Dylan. Uh, okay, Dylan. Dylan wants to know, will LeBron James win any more championships after this season? That's a really good question. Obviously, uh, again, I give uh, Laker fan Ryan a lot of crap, but the Lakers should take care of business, should get the W. And then I- I'm going to say no, and I- I'm curious if LeBron keeps playing or if he decides to hang him up because I-, I think the team, and again, huge Jazz fan, and so you hear uh, the conversation Chris uh, Tyler and I had the other day, and uh, Luke didn't join us, but we're talking uh, Rudy, we're talking Donovan, what do the Jazz do? You know, they've got kind of this window to win it. And I think the Jazz are setting themselves up nicely to make a run. But I tell you, I think, uh, Landa, we were talking about this, but uh, we both agree. I think Golden State is going to be back, and I think they're going to be lights out. They've got uh, 
a really good draft pick. What are they picking two, I think? And so, anyway, they'll get Clay back. And they got Steph uh, back. They'll have them back uh, fully healthy next year. Uh, anyway, kind of do it for LeBron. All right. And, and Lando wants to know, yeah, good question. Why LeBron won't take game winners anymore? I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird last night. I uh, Who was it? Morris that kind of threw the ball out of bounds. They really didn't get a, a last good shot to uh, to finish out the heat. But I felt like LeBron should have come over, and I don't know why he's not uh, doing that. You think he's tired? You think he's just bored? I, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I, I would think LeBron is probably the guy – you want taking that last shot? I'd I'd get the ball in his hands. The isolation. I mean, I he can drive and again he can make a move and he's just so physical. But uh, anyway, re- really, really good question. Got a couple more. Brian wants to know: Are the Falcons the best team at losing that we've ever seen? Um, yeah, I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this question. They are, um, and it pains me because I like Matty Ice. I think he's a good quarterback. Uh, and they've got some great weapons. They're wide receivers. Again, Calvin Ridley, Julio, uh, who's not been healthy this season. But uh, anyway, I just, that that's a that's a really a kind of a head-scratch of a franchise because they they just lose and lose and lose. And I think it's kind of in their culture, to be honest. Uh, Casey wants to know, are the Astros going to win one without cheating? <laughs> uh, really good question. And I tell you, I think the Houston Astros have dodged a huge bullet. And what I mean by that is this was an intense story uh, a year ago, right? Uh, the Dodgers and all the other teams that were just chapped that the, that the Astros cheated. And uh, obviously a lot of managers got fired. You got pl- players that are in trouble, various suspensions and things like that. And then coronavirus hits and you kind of forget a little bit about the Astros, and we we live certainly in a in a different world. So uh, I don't know. I I I've somewhat followed baseball. Uh, I know they're playing the Rays, and then um, you know the the Braves Dodgers uh, series will be interesting. I called my boss Sarah out, and I I made fun of the Braves, and then uh, this was earlier, and then she fired back and said they clinched. They're in the NLCS, so. Anyway, I, I, I'm going to put my money on the Dodgers. How's that? I'm going to go Dodgers this season. And, uh, again, just kind of a weird uh, a weird thing in that the NFL's happening, NBA Finals are happening, and, and Major League Baseball postseason, which obviously is, is uh, right on track with where it typically is. But, uh, again, just kind of a bizarre season all, all the way around. So uh, Sam Prestwich, Sam knows, hashtag Sam knows. He, he asks uh, two questions. Um, Sam first wants to know if I would invite Steve Javi over to my house for dinner. Uh, Steve Javi is who? The legendary NBA referee. Of course I would, Sam. Have him out in the backyard for a barbecue. Fire up the Traeger, you bet. Steve Javi, come on over. We do a quick interview for guys on the sideline, right? And then uh, Sam also wants to know, and I'll do my best to answer this, but again, uh, probably a conversation uh, best to be had with with uh, Tyler or Chris uh, in a in a future episode. But uh, Sam wants to know: with the NBA being really more of a shooting small ball league, do the Jazz invest a long term max contract on Rudy Gobert? I think the Jazz do, but I would I'd strip the word max. I think they give him a very uh, lucrative deal, very nice contract. But I don't I don't think they give him a max. 
And I don't know that I would. I think I would invest really around uh, Donovan, uh, and clearly, um, you know, Rudy would be your would be the two of the one-two punch. But uh, I, I think I'd rather give the money to Donovan and build around kind of like you say the the small ball and more of the athletic players than, than the bigs. Because I, I I said this on a previous episode, but it it makes me nervous. Um, you know, the health of Rudy. He's such a big guy. He's kind of scrawny, as we all know, and I just, I could see him going down. He has had injuries in the past, and I, I don't know, I just, I mean, and, and you're right, I mean, any any player could get injured. I mean, Donovan could, you know, t- tweak his ankle or something like that, but I just, I, I feel like I'd, I wouldn't give Rudy the max, and maybe I got Tyler in my ear. Um, Landon, you agree, though. Yeah, you, Donovan is the star of this team. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, really, really good questions. I, how many was that? Like, I don't know, eight or nine, ten. There were a couple of two, two furs there, two, two questions. But um, that was fun. That was a good. Uh, hopefully, everybody was okay with this solo pod episode. We, we've got a couple of good ones. I'm, I'm trying to get my friend uh, out of out of Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Bill season ticket holder, um, to come on a future episode. We've also got to get Ray. Don't call me Vin Baker. Uh, I was on his uh, podcast the other night um, on the Total Sports Show Experience, uh, episode 20, if you want to go listen. I think we're about 30 minutes in. Um, anyway, <laughs> hope I didn't embarrass the guys on the sideline. Uh, we had a very lively talk about what it means to be a fanatical fan, so um, that was a lot of fun. We've got other other podcasts coming, so uh, but we wanted to again. We really wanted to get one in before we have to have Laker fan Ryan on the show, and we have to hear all about the Los Angeles Lakers. Just kidding, Ryan. We'll welcome you in to celebrate Kobe Bryant. Uh, I'm sure this will be in in his honor uh, for sure that the Lakers uh, win it and dedicate it to him. So for Lando sitting on the other side of the glass, this is Jeff saying adios and bye-bye from guys on the sideline. The opinions and predictions on this podcast are right 98.3% of the time.